Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Finger Guns with Tony, Dave, and James. I am your Slurpy co-host, <laughs> James. <laughs> I'm joined with Big Tasty Tony B. Yeah, and Dave, the disgusted destroyer of worlds <laughs> and booties occasionally. I had to. Yeah, I had apparently. to. Um, Slurping good time. It's always a slurpy good time. <laughs> Slurping Jimmy. <laughs> It's not good. I don't love it. I don't no, love it. I don't want to be known for not. this. It's yeah. not. No. But I love it so much. It, this is going to be on the internet uh, for the rest of our lives. In perpetuity for as long as I live and the internet lives. In the known universe. How are we uh, feeling tonight? James, I am rolling. I love this. <laughs> that is now the second time you've used that with me present in the past two days, and I love it for you. I think it is great. If no one has seen that reel or understands that reference, hey, go fuck yourselves. It's it's fantastic. Did anyone did, did, did why did I, in front of my mother, Tony? <laughs> my mom was like, "So, Dave, how are you? Like, oh, sorry, so David, how are you? Like, how how are you doing?" And he just went. Joanne, I am rolling. <laughs> Did you tell him that I texted you in the middle of the night? The same thing. James, I am rolling. Here's uh, the stupidest thing. I love it so much. Oh my and gosh. now with like the out of context in the Instagram Reels version of it, I, I want it all over the place. I am rolling. Um, but I think before we get into some movie talk, do you want to? Uh, I want to quickly talk. A little bit about Rick and Morty. Okay. Tony, did you watch the new episode? I know James did. I have not. Okay. But you can ruin That's away okay. because I'm pretty disappointed with this season. Yeah. I'm... So we're big Rick and Morty fans. We have been since since the beginning. Yes. Yeah, since, since day one. We are mid-30s white uh, men. We clearly target like audience. We, we are the target audience. Yeah. Um... I've been watching this season, and I and I approached it with optimism. Um, with everything that ha- happened with Justin Roiland and and the replacement of him as voice cast, and I mean, let's be frank, if you go back to season one, he was, what, 75% of the voice cast at that point with all the random side characters and everything else. Um, and they split his, as far as I know, they split his role, like Rick is voiced by one person and Morty is voiced by someone else. That is correct. And I approached, I'll, get, I'll get the names while you speak. Thanks. And I approached this with a lot of optimism. I was like, hey, you know what? They're trying something. Let's let's see how it goes. But the more I watch it, we're now four episodes into this season. Yes. And something feels off. Yeah. Something just doesn't feel right. And it's not me even being like, oh, I know that something's different. It's something in the to me it's the the tone of it is weird in some of the delivery and some of the in some of the approaches to the lines like the lines are being read and they're being read in the correct voice because the people that they got to replace justin roiland i have their names go for it yeah uh rick is played by ian cardoni and cardoni morty is played by harry belden harry belden yeah um i think they're both good at replicating the Rick and Morty voice, respectively. Um, I think the intonation is correct. The, the, the pitch is correct. The, the, it, it is the voice that you're hoping to hear. So like, at least from that side, it wasn't jarring. I was like, Oh, okay. This sounds pretty good. 
but it's the little things that are missing. It's the little differences in swapping out the one person that did both of those voices who brought a certain tone and little nuances to the characters, like the characterization of them, I think has fundamentally changed because it's not being voiced by the same person. It's being voiced by two different people now. And it's not even that it was just one person. It's just that it's, uh, it's an actor swap on the back end and they're bringing something different to the role, which is fine. But right now I feel like they're just trying to emulate what was and they're missing because they're not, they're, they're different people. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like you, you just stepped into a role and instead of being allowed to bring whatever you want to bring to the role, you're being told, no, you have to fit the shoebox, but you can't fit that shoebox properly. So it comes through in like this way of something's just not right. Like the, the tone of something is missing. The, the in between bits are missing. The fillers are missing. Like everything just feels slightly shifted. Well, it's a different. It's sense. also a different show. Yeah. Even with even even looking past uh, the cast changing, like it's a much different show. Sure. Yeah. Now than it was what in season three or season four. Sure. Like it's still wacky, and they still have yeah. Weird, they still have weird characters and odd callbacks, but you know they're also trying. They're like pushing forward to the end game, or not even the end game. Just like changing who rick is yes yeah right yeah like they're rick, going deeper deeper into his character yeah. and like, like really like pushing it like they're changing who rick is as a character which i think they're gonna need to do but yes. at the same time it also feels like they've completely sidelined morty yeah uh in most of these four episodes except maybe this last this one this last one he was pretty much but was otherwise he's just been like a weird side character that kind of shows up every once in a while while they continually rework rick i guess well, the last season wasn't Rick. Rick was kind of back on yeah. the back burner yeah. too, right? Yeah. So, and they I don't know. they definitely upped. Maybe not in this season so far, but like last season, summer, uh, fucking Jerry and who's um, what's the mom's name? Um, Beth. 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 And like Space Beth or whatever type thing. Like they were much more of the focus last season because they were definitely like between season five and season six, you could tell that they were trying to pull back on Justin Roiland already. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then then they just needed the reason and then they got rid of them. Yeah. Which is fine. Like it is what it is. It is. It is what it is. And I don't, I don't know. know. I've been fine with these last four episodes. I think they've been pretty good. Like, I, I love Bird Person and Squanchy. So show uh, a whole agreed. episode with Bird Person, Squanchy, and Mr. Yeah. Poopy Butthole, like, and that Gary. One was, like, that, that one was good. Like, yeah. I, like, like that I loved that episode. Yeah. And I like Jericky. I thought that was funny. And I think that was a, a nice, like... <laughs> A character thing for Jerry and Rick. Yeah. I thought that that was a good yeah. like Agreed. character building episode. And then, you know, the last one, the one before this one was. Um, what was it? Oh, it was uh, Unity and yeah. fucking the well, president of the United States. Like whatever. that one was a that one I could take or leave. And then yeah. this one, I feel like it's going to be discussed a lot more. In the coming weeks, probably because I don't and think I don't, everybody's I really don't want to ruin it for you because okay. it is. Well, I, I don't well, think, every, well, I don't think everybody's seen it yet. So yeah. I think it's going to be like it's about suicide. 
Okay. Like suicide is like a main topic in this this I'll, episode. I'm probably gonna end up watching it after you guys leave. Yeah, right. I assume so. <laughs> I assume so. But it's like it's a topic it's just, like yeah. the opening like before the adult swim logo comes comes by. And there's a disclaimer. There's a disclaimer. Yeah. So I definitely think it's going to be like immediately after watching it, I like went online to see if everybody was talking about it yet and like it was starting. Yeah. So like it's definitely yeah. coming and I feel like it's respectful, but it's also Rick and Morty. Yeah. So it's I mean, silly. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't disagree with the plots. I'm I'm enjoying some of their storylines. It's just, I don't know, for me, there's four episodes now that I felt it of just like something feels off. Something's just not clicking correctly Give the way that time. it used to. I'm going to. I'm not going to stop watching time. it. I'm just saying something and just feels And we're also seven seasons deep. Yeah. And I think that's right. the that's that's the thing. Like that's what I was saying of just like trying to fit in a shoebox. And maybe like you know the journey that they're taking with Rick will end up leading somewhere where I'll be like, okay, this is fine. But the way that it currently is right now, where it's in flux, and the season probably is just going to be looked at. Maybe looking back, it'll be like this is the influx season. The things need to shift around season that we don't go back and rewatch all that much. But it just has to happen, and we'll see where it goes. But I'm just that's just how I feel. That's all. No, that's fine. I I respect your opinion. And you might be right, but I've I've been enjoying it so far. And the the Ian playing Rick, I've been fine with. But I can see it with Morty. Morty, Morty, I can Morty more so. Morty more than Rick. like something. He just feels awkward, like more awkward than yeah. than anything. Just with like, and even with his like line deliveries and everything, yeah. I just feel like the the spirit of Morty is not is yeah. not really there. Well, you gotta give him some time, man. Yeah. Like, definitely get, get, like, get through this season, see yeah. how season eight goes, and then we go from there. Yeah, right. Because it's also the problem is that they got fucking the order for god know how many episodes like 70 plus episodes that will bring them straight through to season 10 like they like at some point like the creative juices have to go yeah yeah like or they've already built out the trajectory of where the show goes and they need to get it to this point true right and they obviously are already doing that because the last season was about him trying like the the ultimate thing is he's trying to find the the Rick that killed his family. Yeah. Right. So that like that's where it's building, obviously, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they need to like change Rick from a drunken asshole grandfather to someone that their family yeah. actually respects. No, I don't yeah. disagree. Yep. And, you know, Space Beth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although I need more Vat of Acid episodes. That was such a good episode. Old timer. That was such, such a good episode. There, there were like I think that's also because like the last couple have had like some all timers. Like I love the Mister Nimbus episode. Yeah, and Story Train was fun. The one where yeah, and the one where um, Morty like with the sperm. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> Insane. Unhinged. Yeah. Unhinged is the right word. Anyway, you want to get into some actual movies now? Yeah, we can talk about Fuck movies. Right, let's do it. Until, until you know the Rick and Morty movie. Yeah, and then we'll... The, the inevitable. <laughs> inevitable. Let's do it. Do you want to start with the best man worst? Yes, I do. Yes, I, I do. I love this. Who wants to kick us off today? 
I, I can do it. Do you want me to start it fast or you want me to start it worst? Ooh. You can start wherever you'd like. So you know what? Start at worst. Sure. Okay, so this is like a high, like a low meh. A low meh. This is okay. more of a low meh than an absolute worst because there's some... Like a low main? Yeah. Yeah, right. There's, there's some parts... You know, so it's uh, Old Dads, which just premiered on Netflix a couple weeks ago. Sure. Uh, written and directed by Bill Burr. He yes. stars in it alongside Bobby Cannavale and yes. my boy Bokeem Woodbine. Yes. And um, they are, um, I don't know, they're old dads and they're just out of out of sorts with the zeitgeist. And he, him specifically, he just keeps getting in shit mm. and just like scene i guess like there's a builder, yeah, being builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Bur- like yeah. it's mostly very much his you like, sure his comedy and yep. his routine so if you like bill burr and you like you like his comedy yeah. you're not gonna hate yeah. it and you know as a dad i saw myself in some of these characters and some of the sure. things they do sure because yeah and then but it's just like the just the plot is all over the place mm. And just like the supporting characters aren't all there and it becomes kind of a horror movie at one point because <laughs> the one guy got a vasectomy oh. and he still knocked the girl up. And, oh. you know, you know, that sounds like a horror yeah. movie yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, oh that's near and dear to your heart. <laughs> dear God. But there's a couple of fun. There's there's some fun bits and it's yeah, definitely yeah. a much more. It's very adult humor. It's not mm. like a PG-13. Mm. Like, it's definitely a very R-rated movie. Oh, that's good, though. Yeah. So in that respect... We haven't had an R-rated comedy in a bit. Right. In that respect, yay. But, you know, it could have been sharper, mm. and it could have been a little less his stand-up just written into a screenplay. Into a screenplay. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what the fuck Bobby Cannavale's doing. <laughs> he just keeps showing up and shit. And just yeah. fucking just, he's just doing something. He's just there. He's he just, just wants to be on screen. Like, man. I, mean, a good time. I love Bobby, and I think he's a solid actor when he's really putting it in. Yeah. But there's just so many random times he shows up as a supporting character, and you're just like, why the fuck are you here? <laughs> yeah. 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 And you're just like watching it, and you're like, okay. Well, this one character hasn't been introduced. I bet it's fucking Bobby. Ca- oh, of course it's Bobby Cannavale. Of course it's Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> it's always Bobby Cannavale. Always, always. Tony. So uh, I'm gonna cheat a bit. Um, I watch a lot of shitty movies, but I don't really want to talk about them. All the movies that Why? I really wanted because, like, you know, they're just boring. The ones that I do oh, want to talk about, yeah. like, I can't spread them out. Like, I'm just so jazzed. It's like, <laughs> jazzed. You're hyped jazzed. Up. You're hyped so I, up on I'm, Jesus. I'm hyped up on, on, on. Hyped up for the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, ranking at number three, mm-hmm. I have a, a film called, um, Taylor Swift, The Errors Tour. Oh, you, I, you oh, heard I that? saw you, that you Have you heard of that film? It's small independent. It's small independent movie. Film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like it, like the it's still trying to find the audience. Right? Still yeah. trying to find yeah. its audience. I think word, I think word of mouth is getting oh, getting yeah. across. There. Getting across. Yeah. 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 Oh my fuck, guys! Like it Did was. Did you go dance at the front of the theater? 
There was people dancing in the I front. I bet there was. Literally, as soon as the fucking the the opening thing goes up, like they're just swarming, swarming the stage. Absolutely. Were they doing that like holding the hands and running around? And, like, oh, you, you mean the like Charles yeah. Manson like yeah. kind yeah, yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they did that. Yeah, and, but they did. and I said out loud, "What is this Charles Manson <laughs> shit I'm watching yeah. right yeah. now?" Yeah, yeah. No, that's. that's I wanted that I, is a bridge too far, buddy. They did it. For three hours, yeah, I bet they did. It was it was not okay. Yeah, I was very uncomfortable. Um, but yes, we held hands and jump and run around in circles for three hours. For three fucking hours, weren't they tired at the end? Well, they took they took breaks. <laughs> they took breaks. There was breaks. There was ample time for breaks. Did people right. sit? Buddy, there were. Buddy was on Wikipedia for most of it. To be honest with you. Whatever that Honestly. guy probably got a blowjob at the end of it. He's fine. Yeah. He sat <laughs> there. We hope. He took he took one for the team. So he's he definitely he definitely did. No, I didn't. I wanted to be there. Oh, that's cute of you. Um, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? What is my favorite Taylor Swift song? You're not a true Swifty. You should I be know, able to say. I know. Media, I, media can't, I, can't, I can't. do James. it. James out of the woods. Wildest dreams, uh, and they didn't fucking play it. Friend of the podcast, Daniel, if, yeah. uh, from our uh, Magic Mike episode, yes. his favorite song is also Wild Wildest Dreams, well, and he was it's very, very good too. It was very, he was very pissed off that it was missed. Mm, yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty not did jazz. You, did your uh, 1989 Taylor's version vinyl come in? Because uh, mine did today. Oh, look nice. at you! <laughs> nice, nice. I told her I can burn my other copy. I, I told Alyssa we, we, we can buy it, and yeah. she's like, "But we have it." I was like, "No, we don't have Taylor's version. No. <laughs> you have you have fucking Big Scoots version. You got to throw that in the bin." Yeah, fuck nobody can ask me what mine is. What's, What's your favorite song? Shake it off. Yeah, really? of course it. Yeah, it is. It Lame. is. It is Are definitely shake it off. Do better. He literally quotes it half the time in open conversation. <laughs> this is true, but do better. I know. I'm basic. I'm a basic bitch, but yeah. it's definitely shake it off. I like that old three though. 1989. Good album. Good album. Cover to cover bangers. 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 True. Anyway, true, true, true. fantastic show. I'm yeah. actually kind of glad that we missed out on tickets because that sound that looked like like a time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to fucking sit through three hours of it. And you know what? To be honest with you, I was bored during some of it. But yeah. to be honest with you, I knew about 80% of her songs yeah, and I was pretty sense. proud of myself. That's good. She puts on a good show. She put she does put on yeah. she puts on an incredible show. The costume changes, holy sure, shit. Like yeah. hats off to that. The background dancers were fucking awesome. Absolutely. Um I had a really I had a blast. I had a blast watching it. Um definitely up there for like concert films. I wouldn't say it's like the best. I would leave that to uh what's the one? American Utopia. Mm, the talking sure. heads one i really yeah. enjoyed that one did you see the other talking head one no but that's on the list as well nice um but yeah and literally like between like a mother disciplining your kids to say stop acting out you got another one like trying to like hype up the audience and like sure. the audience where it was in it for about three minutes and they're just like okay fuck this kid um people were standing up they were clapping they were doing the chants um were they wearing the friendship bracelets wearing the friendship like you have to melissa had it on her friend kayla had it daniel had it they all had they were decked out man they were like here they were doing like a little friendship party uh, last week and they were doing and when they were making the the bracelets and stuff did you get the cup 
Uh, yes, we did have the cup. The cup is now an official drinking cup. Nice. Did you get the 10? No, no. Kayla got the bucket. Nice. So we got I'm the drink. She, she got still the bucket. Had them. Yeah. yeah. Wait, they, must they must have made did you way to too many. Did you go to Mountain? We went to Mountain. Yeah. When, ADX. I, was, when I was there for Killers, uh, well, when, when we were there for Killers of the Flatter <laughs> yeah. Moon, they were out of buckets that day. Oh, fuck. So they must have made a Fucking scene points. I'm a goddamn scene member and the Cine Club. No discount on the cup. Cinema. Fuckers. Events. Oh, alone. yeah. And also, yeah, no, the cup. Yeah. And the cup. No fucking discount. Yeah. Okay, Fuckers. that one's that rude. One, that's, that one's rude. that's rude. That's rude. Goddamn cineplex. cinema. That also pisses okay. me off. Like, go fuck yourselves. I'm a fucking cine club member and I, I can't, I gotta pay fucking full price for event tickets. Yeah. Suck giving my you, dick. Giving you like, so much money. Yeah. Ten bucks a month worth. At least pay, <laughs> let, like, let me pay the difference. So, you know, like you go to AVX or whatever, you gotta pay up yeah. the, whatever the fucking the difference, the difference is. Is it the sixteen ninety nine events? Maybe pay the six bucks. I don't mind. I but I don't. The price of the ticket, like maybe they didn't really set that themselves type yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah. not charging, not giving twenty percent off. That's no concessions. That's thing. not okay. Mm-mm. That's not okay. But I will say, since I said she she does put on a good show, it's the only concert I've ever been to where she said she's starting at eight and ending at eleven. She started. At eight and ended at eleven. Like oh, you could set good. your watch to yeah. it. And yeah. it, not like that time me and James saw Lady Gaga and she showed up like an hour and a half late. Yeah, that was that was bad. <laughs> I, it happened to my girlfriend went and saw Beyonce. Same thing. Was supposed to start at eight. She didn't show up till like nine fifteen. The Queen Bee can do what she wants. I, I understand it. We can give her a lot of latitude. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, yes. Taylor Swift. She's on. Yeah, and she's she's there and she leaves. No fun. Like she does not fuck no around. And like no some fuss. of and some of the shit she was doing. Like holy shit. Like how are you still like like are you yeah. having water breaks down there? Are you just like huffing the water and then when you're doing costume changing, un in, incredible. She she probably trains like an Olympic athlete, oh, Tony. For sure. And then she takes long breaks. Yeah, and like she's been on high. Like she hasn't had the concert stopped. Like just before the movie came out. Yeah. Like it doesn't start up again until later this month. I think. Like she is on break yeah like she's she's yeah. up with fucking what's his dick from was it kansas Travis city Kelsey. kansas city yeah. <laughs> yeah. going to football games football football, football. The, with, the taylor swift sunday afternoon yeah. event with with ketchup and seemingly ranch <laughs> go for it but definitely go if you guys you guys are into that shit uh go go for I it we'll watch it maybe not in the cinema but yeah. i will watch it i'm sure it'll find its way to something but like hands down like i think like i think back to all my theater experiences you know spring breakers is up there for sure uh when we saw the joke when we saw joker mm-hmm. um, that was nutty that right like nutty exp- like that time dave yelled at the couple right before argo because he didn't want to move over like <laughs> It it's time it's these kind of times that there. I'm gonna remember yeah. and Taylor Swift is gonna be up there for sure. Nice. I didn't yell at a couple. I yelled at another guy, didn't I? No, it was a couple. Oh, what they wanted know. you to move over, and you're really what about, angry. What about, what about Dave yelling at the uh, the couple that was recording the screen during West Side Story? <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, also that's, something that's I'll never forget. Too. That's enough there too. There's <laughs> didn't literally he didn't he take a picture. <laughs> he literally, that son of a bitch it. took a picture. Oh, you know, there was seven people in the theater. Seven people. And you're five of us. The five of us. Five in one row. And those two fucking idiots up in the front. You know what? I don't want them recording. I can't stop it. But you know what? I wouldn't have been as pissed off if they were behind us. Yeah. If you're going to do that shit, 
Sit behind us. And all I see is your fucking screen recording something that's literally going to be on YouTube tomorrow. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck are they possibly? They were so excited, and they're just yeah. recording it. Like, yeah. Also, there are people recording at Taylor Swift, and I low key wanted again. to lose my mind, but, but again, they they literally that. they they literally run to their the beat of their own drum, not getting involved. Speaking of theater things, I will always remember my uh, my Taylor Swift tiff thing. Of, yeah. uh, of nonsensical nonsense of also a bunch of people recording the thing that already exists on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same quality. Like you've made it worse by recording it on your fucking phone. Like are they, just spit on me? I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like do they go back and watch it? I don't know. Who is it for? Like I get maybe recording the event, even though they probably didn't know that it was recorded. The but event, then they also fine. but then. I'm sure like 75% of that audience had no idea yeah. what Tiff even is. For sure. And I'll never I'll never forget the girl that bum rushed the stage and almost died in front of me when seven security guards came out of the shadows and almost decked this girl who threw flowers at Taylor Swift's feet before Taylor went, no, 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 it was just flowers, relax, and like saved this girl's life. And then she didn't even get thrown out. She got to go back to her seat like nothing happened. And I was like, what? The fuck just happened here? Is it like that time where I was playing GTA and I opened the car door because I had six stars and a a cop just came like, out of the sidewalk, out of yeah. the <laughs> yeah. out from under the car yeah. to arrest me? Yeah, yeah, that was that. Oh, Insane. Anyway, I wish we went. Theater experiences. Theater experiences. I, really, I really wish we went. That like, was. I uh, love seeing. I love seeing Nick, but yeah, I kind of wish we got to go. Yeah. You should have. It was. It was something else. It was fine. We saw. We saw Nikki. Like, you know we, what? And we hustled our way from the top to the yeah. bottom. Like, I'm. I was proud of how we did that. You night. know what? You and I have seen Taylor Swift and been in the same room with Taylor Swift. You and I have seen Taylor Swift. Hey, <laughs> you'll get cool. there one day. I'm cool. I'm cool. One day. I'm cool. It's good. It's I was, good. I was in a very intimate setting, and I'll take that. I just wanted to let you guys Swifty, know. So. I've been in company of Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that's and true. You both have not. True. Uh, pardon? God. I was most certainly breathing the same air as Steven no, Spielberg. You, you, you saw Senior Spielberg. I was definitely breathing the His same non- air. Here's non Newton Mexican counterpart. I was definitely breathing the same air as him. Okay. Jimmy. Fuck off. Uh, I gotta take a, a sort of similar approach and just kind of. I feel like we don't really have a worst. We just all have kind of a low meh. Um, I've been rewatching the Harry Potter series. Um, so I'm just gonna. I want to talk about two of them that are kind of at the lower end of that. I also really need to talk about another movie, but um, I want to talk about Chamber of Secrets first and foremost. Um, sure. It's long. It's long, and I understand why they started changing things up after this movie as well, because it felt very by the book, by the numbers sort of thing by this well, one. It's it was Chris, just kind it's of Chris like, Columbus, Chris Columbus course, doing exactly Chris Columbus all over again and without very much alteration or variation, even though it was a much darker story. I um, think it's the mo- I think it's one of the only one like. I feel like it's the one where you're like you read the book, you watch the movies, the same it's thing. It's the same, basically the same, it's the same thing. thing. They, Very, yeah. It's but just so damned close. if you do and damned if you don't. Though for sure, like you have to, and I'll get to that in the next one I want to talk about. But um, I remember watching that movie religiously as a kid. Like I had it on DVD, 
and uh, fancy, huh? Yes, and we also had it on DVD. It's yes. true. And I had the first one on VHS, and this one was on DVD. <laughs> um, Times they are a changing. And my friend who lived down the street and I watched that movie like constantly. I think I've seen Chamber of Secrets. If I had to hazard a guess, upwards of 35 times. But you um, haven't watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes, I have. I thought you hadn't. No, I did when we well when we did the we talked about it. Oh, I thought you said that you hadn't. I had well, I hadn't up until then. Okay. And I've corrected that blind okay, spot. Good, good. The, good. Please. Fine. Please. Please. Um that but, was terrible, Roger Rabbit. It was. But <laughs> Chamber of Secrets, I watched a lot, and I remember loving it a lot as a kid, but it's probably because I was the correct age for Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, and, I had a similar I had the similar viewing experience, too, yeah. when I was a kid, and I was just, I remember really liking this movie. And, I, and then I saw it again, and exactly what you're you saying. Guys were yeah. also the right age. That's it. Yeah. And, like, we we grew up at the right age for Harry the Potter right as ages. it progressed. Yes. Yeah. Um, and like now it's slightly older, but... Yeah. Still, and I don't. I it's you know I view it slightly through the lens of nostalgia, but going back and rewatching, and I'm just now I look at things differently, and I'm a little bit more critical of them, and I go, huh. I You're mean, welcome. it is for children, but huh. I I kind of wish it did different things instead of being so. But as you said, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. I feel like yeah. it just ended up being as kind of meh as it could be. It's just, it's fine. It's fine. Like it, it has great production design for sure. The and set the, works. The, the snake snake great. Is great. Yeah. The snake is great. Yeah. Fucking moaning Myrtle is great. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh. And Kenneth Branagh. Oh fuck! I forgot Kenneth Branagh was in that movie. Yeah, man. Oh, he's fucking awesome in he's that movie. He's fucking awesome in he's that movie. So he's still good. awesome in that movie. He's so. Gilderoy Lockhart, right? Yeah, yeah, so but fucking. He, but good. like the kids are still figuring it out and figuring out what they want to do, and like it changes a lot going forward. But I um, think it's also because the first one is definitely a children's film. Yeah, and then the second one still kind of is, still kind of is, but, but still kind of like they're going, going, like, do, they're going yeah. slightly darker. They can't, yeah. they can't decide. They can't, yeah. they can't shit or get off the pot, and then. Yeah. They're like they gave it to Alfonso. Alfonso, and he's like, "I'm just gonna do what I want, I'm man. Do the fuck I want. I'm gonna put these kids in. Uh, you want robes in your movie? Fuck off. No robes. They're wearing jeans and sweatshirts the entire like, time. And it's like, like what I are you still, doing? I think that's probably one of the best, if not the best. But I still think it it ends so weird because he's on the fucking, fucking he's on the, <laughs> his freeze frame. That weird. Yeah. A weird fucking <laughs> ending. Uh, B. Um, uh, and now we're, now we're into Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, Alfonso does so many different things in that movie, which is great. It, it was a huge shakeup to the formula that you got for the last two. But he also makes weird fucking decisions that have that then linger on. Like he set a tone that kind of just kind of continued. It switches here and there because like it was Alfonso. Then it was someone Mike Newell, Mike Newell for Goblet. And then it was Yates for the Yates, rest. Yeah. Um, and once you get to Yates, you can still see the influence that Alfonso had on the series. But it's it's strange. The choices that he made still like the non robes thing is a very weird thing. I don't think they wear fucking school robes once in that entire movie. <laughs> like it is all jeans and sweaters. And I'm just like, what are we doing <laughs> like oh, okay like teenagers right yeah but it's just it again it's that fine line of like straying too close to the book too close to the source material versus kind of setting a tone and being cinematic about it and it's it 
juxtaposing it back to back between chamber sequence and, and ask man it's they're polar opposites of each mm, other yes um and it doesn't find that middle line it does later on i think like they figure it out as it goes but even though yates movies are very boilerplate oh, they all look the same yeah they all look exactly the same but it helped the uh, consistency at that point kind of helps too to tell the rest of that story but um, but they also had fallen into the characters, right? Exactly. A lot of things started coming into place. And like it's still in the third movie, they were still figuring it out. They were still children. They were still trying to like. Yeah. Figure they were it child out actors who had to figure their shit mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Chamber Secrets kind of Prisoner of Azkaban. Well shot. Inventive. Different. Wonderful in that regard. Weird choices. I really need to rewatch them. I haven't watched them in a long Weird time. choices. The freeze frame ending is the most whack yeah, that's, fucking I shit remember, on the I planet. Even remember, I, don't even remember, I don't remember that. It's very weird. And yeah. also the weird Jamaican thing in the night bus. It doesn't hold the up night as well. Bus. Oh my yeah, God. The night bus doesn't hold up as well. There's a lot of things that don't hold yeah. up to scrutiny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, watching it again, I was like, oh, right, that's here. <laughs> It's fine. Like, she, she... The books were a little more racist than we give them credit for. <laughs> I mean, it is J.K. Rowling we're talking about here, but that's an entirely sh- other topic. the shoe fits. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's let's save that for the J.K. Rowling episode. Oh, God. Yeah. Dave, go. All right. So my math is... Uh, it might be controversial, but... Um, so hopefully the fans don't hate me on this one, but my man was a little film called Night of the Creeps oh. from the 80 from 1986, uh, mm. directed by Fred Decker, mm-hmm. uh, who wrote and produced, directed it. Uh, he also did The Monster Squad. Nice. Which is a better film. But, <laughs> All uh, right. So Night of the Creeps, it's kind of a. It's kind of a sci-fi movie kind of a comedy kind of a horror movie kind of an amalgamation of all Mm -hmm. of them and can't Mm -hmm. decide what kind of tone it wants to be right and it's kind of all over the place for the first two acts right until it finally becomes a zombie film at the end of the movie and it fucks hard i wish the whole movie was the third act got it yo this movie fucks 150 percent. but the end fucks the rest of it was kind of all (laughs) the rest does not fuck it, it, like it, like it has great moments and great lines. It's just kind of all over the place mm. until it finally comes together at mm. the end. Melissa's letterbox review: This movie fucks. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom Atkins, yeah, is amazing in this movie. Just anything that comes out of his mouth, amazing. Yeah, he answers yeah. the phone. That's how he answers the phone, James. He gets because he's like the chief of police or whatever. Sure. Thrill me. That's how he answered. You know, hello. I love it so much. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I love it though. (laughs) And every character in the movie, their last name is a famous director. So like fucking. Oh, I'm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that up. I like. I like the Raimi. Yeah, they did that. Raimi, like like Cronenberg, Cindy Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Everybody is all over the. Everybody. Everybody's name is fucked. Name drop the movie. Name drop the movie. Like, if you had no idea who any of these people were, you weren't into it. Yeah. Got it. Because it's very much. I thought it was. It felt like. um, What's the Cronenberg movie? Which one? one of his first ones. Um, 
Shivers. Shivers. That's what I kept thinking of when I watched it was Shivers. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Because they have like the little tongue looking alien. Yeah. The little uh, succubus thing. Yeah. Which keeps showing up in this movie. Yeah. So that's what I kept thinking of. But like, it's fine. I maybe I'll watch it again and like it a little more. But like Tom Atkins with the thrill me and the good news is your dates are here. The bad news is they're dead. Like just deliver. Just he's just delivering bangers. Cool. (laughs) And and fucking Cindy Cronenberg with a fucking flamethrower. Sure. I fucking loved it. It was it was wonderful. I didn't, like, I didn't like it nearly as much as I wanted to. Well, at least you liked it, Tony. At least someone at the table. I've never seen it. So. You should watch it. You should, should like I? it. It's, it's whack. Dude, it's campy. It's campy okay. 80s. You can't okay. go wrong. It's okay. whack. Okay. And it's violent as fuck. Okay. Yeah, the ending's fucking. All right. <laughs> the whole thing is fucking, it's fucking wild. All right. All right. All right. Fine. I'll do it. I, I take, I take fucked as a recommendation, as you'll see in a minute. Tony, yeah. go. Um, my second best. Yeah. Riding on those coattails uh-huh. of being fucking wild, uh-huh. I have a film uh-huh. that is also fucking wild. Uh-huh. Uh, it is a film called Suitable Flesh. Ooh, I think you name dropped this film last I episode. I definitely right? did. Yeah, and now right, I finally right. get to talk about tell it. Me, tell yes. me more. It was an After Dark, but they didn't give it to us, so you had to watch it after After Dark. Yeah. <laughs> the after After Dark Film Festival <laughs> in Tony's living room. I watched this movie at nine in the morning. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> After Sunrise <laughs> Film Festival and Tony's. Have you ever taken room. a shot of te- tequila followed by a rail of cocaine <laughs> <laughs> and then getting punched in the face? I can't say that I have. I can't say I have either. That's what this movie is. All right. All right. It has no business. I'm telling you, no business. And I'm going to put this in my letterbox review tomorrow. Yeah. It has no business being as good as it is. All right. But it is so fucking good. Okay. <laughs> Heather Graham is a sex demon. Well, I mean Come that tracks. <laughs> that that was literally that, the, right. that was why I wanted to see it <laughs> yeah. forever. I had no yeah. idea what this movie was yeah. at all. All, all right. I knew was Heather Graham pointing a gun. That's what I knew it was. That's, that's and a then good hook. and then when it and then when I heard it was coming out on VOD after After Dark, uh, yeah, yeah. we didn't get it. Um, I looked into it and I was like, this movie doesn't sound like this movie at all. And then I watched it and. Guys, you you you, you gotta yeah. see it. Okay. You got okay. you, you got to. Okay. Watch it nine nine in the morning. Nine in the morning, man. When you wake up, okay. you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna watch a movie about a sex demon. Okay. I mean, I you know, what time did we see platform? Was that eight thirty in the morning? Yeah, we did. So that I, was, I could pull it off. Early. I could pull off fucked up in the morning. That was, that was an early one. Heather Graham is Why do they keep putting the midnight madness so early in the morning? It's a shotgun. Shotgun it's, blast yeah, right. the fuck up. Like it's what was the other one that we saw? Uh, oh god what was it um it was korean was a korean Chinese. oh was it the um project wolf hunting that was it first thing in the morning yeah. christ i think i watched that mid-afternoon once it sort of came out also the the panicata it is the message the panicata is always the message so suitable flesh suitable flesh i keep going flesh. on about heather graham but i yeah, need to yeah. go on about uh Judah Lewis is that how you say his name sure yeah he was absolutely incredible he plays the counterpart he plays the uh the non-sex demon (laughs) well that this 
the I love celibate keep, angel? <laughs> I, I like that we keep calling it demoned instead of demon. Demon. So the sex demon actually came from Mr. Lewis. Oh. Um, he's the one. And it gets into like this whole like freaky like voodoo, like oh. ancient, like oh. kind of thing about the All demon right. and yeah. the demon's existence. Yeah, I'm still doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Continue. Um and yeah. You keep, you keep doing oh, that. Am I doing something with my mouth? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm waiting for you to continue. I'm, I'm, no, I'm hooked on every word. I Dave is the I one told you, ripping you. You saying demoned. Demoned. Demon. Demon. No, no demoned. That's how you <laughs> pronounce. No, no past tense. You, that's how you've, that's how you've said demon for your entire life. I'm not correcting you. You can keep it's a Tonyism. It's a Tonyism. It's so a Tonyism. It's just Tony-ism. funny. It's just funny when you do it. That's all. It's just, am, it's I just, am I just demon. like being punched in the face with reality right now? Yeah. Yeah. How I say demon? Yeah. This You're is still doing it. This is, this is the Mandela effect of it was Baron Stain Bears, Tony, the whole time. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like and, I'm having an out of body experience. And he, and, he pronounced, and he says Terminator instead of Terminator. Yeah, I still can't say that word to save my life. Oh, it's okay. That's cute. <laughs> Anyways, the, do you still uh, say Pischetti? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, Joe, Joe Lynch, it's, it's directed by Joe Lynch. Uh, he also did a movie called uh, Mayhem that also has no business mm-hmm. being as good as it is. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's just his, the, the way he does movies. Sure. Is that the one in the, that's the, the high rise building? No, no, no. That, mm-hmm. that's the one that's like Belco where like the virus goes in and yeah, like the, the high rise building. building. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. With uh, my girl, Steve, Steve Yoon is Steve in Yoon it. And, and my girl, uh, Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving. Yeah. I uh, got it. I was trying to think of what her last name was. Girl Samara. Anyways, yeah. go see this movie. Done. My uh my girl, uh Barbara Cramden is oh, is in it as well, and she is fucking fantastic. Um you need to see this movie. All right. Definitely you both need to. She was I watched it, again. it too, I believe. What's that? I think she produced it too. Yeah. Wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at all. Um yeah. Nice. Freaky, a little bit of Freaky Friday too in there too. It's 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 body it's body swapping. It's 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 goopy. Um, no, good, it's not goopy. I love a good uh, it's goopy. it's fucking violent though. I love this, and uh, it's just a slamming good time. Yeah, I love this. Seek this out this. immediately. Um, second best. Well, since I kind of talked about two movies in the last one. Uh, and I'm also just now hyped up from Tony's enthralling review of Suitable Flesh. Um, and I know we've talked about it already, but I need to talk about When Evil Lurks. Um, did, did we, did we get any reader feedback or listener feedback from Argentina? I don't know, but now I'm, I'm so concerned. (laughs) Um, what the actual fuck? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I went into this with as much as you told me in the podcast, which was not very much. And um, I walked away a changed person. This is true. Uh, there is there is pre when evil lurks and post when evil lurks you and you figure it out after you finished <laughs> watching that movie. And holy sweet mother of God. What the fuck? Yeah, that was insane yeah probably one of the most insane experiences i've had and like it's got it has the right elements of so many different things there's sort of that like body horror element that was going on there's the absolute over-the-top violence 
uh, some of the most creepy, horrific images that I've ever seen. Uh, that entire one moment that I shall not name because I don't want to spoil that for anybody. But like, oh my, oh my god! Yeah, I just, I, I, I can't. I, I don't. I, I lack words. To it goes from one to a billion real quick. Right away. <laughs> like it doesn't. Like it, there's it, no like it, rest. No. no. It is fucking right from from minute one, like from minute there's gunshots in the neighbor's field. It's go. You, the gas is stepped on hard and it is not let off until the credits start rolling at the end because holy sweet fuck. Yeah. Like that's a possession film that is nuts to even think about. The whole thing with uh, with the goat. I'm never going to remove that image from my head in a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the, 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 the thing at the end with, there's a whole bunch of random nonsense in someone's mouth. I'm never going to forget that. <laughs> yeah. The, I, the bodies in the floor, I, I just, there's so much that was just, and I, you couldn't stop. Like I immediately, so I have two coworkers that I used to work with more regularly before COVID. I immediately messaged them both and I'm like, you need to watch this movie. And they're like, I don't even know what that movie is. I'm like, you need to watch this movie because they enjoy the fucked up nonsense. Uh, my one coworker's favorite movie series is all of of, of Human Centipede. All of it. Um, which I kind of draw the line on I, that I, one. I draw, yeah. I draw <laughs> a line. You know what? I I saw this. One and went, was enough. You'll 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 okay. If you can tolerate all of that, you can tolerate almost anything. Um, but here, watch that. And she came back, and the only thing she said was, "That was fucked up." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." It's so like I am so concerned for the well-being of Argentina at this point. <laughs> the entire country of Argentina. I hope they're all doing well, but. Um, seriously, fucking watch that movie. I don't know how much I can extol the virtues of it any more than all three of us already have, but hoof, please. Anyway. Good. That's it. Glad you finally watched it. Finally. Finally. It's been that week. You told me about it. Yeah. And, and I watched, watched it. it. I'm proud of you. I could not. With yeah. It was too glowing review. And then I'm so happy that I did. Oh, my God. Good. David. So my best. Yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about Carrie because I've never seen that. And I'm kind of Original on a Carrie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of on a Brian De Palma kick this sure. year. Sure. But uh, you watching Scarface. I don't know yet, but I will be watching it soon. Let me know. I will. Tony and I have to come over. <laughs> if there's ever a screening of Scarface, Tony and I need to be there. I want to hear Push It to the Limit in Surround Town. <laughs> yeah. At max volume. Please. With a special oh, edition DVD feature of the F-bomb counter on. Oh, yeah. And the bullet counter. That would be the bullet counter, too. Oh, man. Yeah, I need God. that. I need that in my life. I need I this. I need this. So I was going to talk about Carrie, um, which I had never seen. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Um, but I decided since, well, today's November 6th, tomorrow's November 7th, yesterday was November 5th, so I decided to watch V for Vendetta, yeah. which I have not seen in ages, a long yeah. fucking time, yeah. and it it's still a very powerful film, still yeah. a very powerful film, still a very fucked up film, mm -hmm. feels a lot a lot more what is it prescient was that what you was prescient prescient sure. yeah. yeah like to to now yeah like just 
and I like it a lot better than the comic. I know yeah, I was never comic. a big v for, I was never a big comic fan, but I like the movie a lot. Yeah. Some of the moral ambiguities are a lot more ambiguous this this watch mm-hmm. where like the lead character is a terrorist mm-hmm. and he literally tortures someone mm-hmm. <laughs> which is it's a little bit of a pill mm-hmm. a little bit of a pill to swallow and you know he's not quite jigsaw but <laughs> but it's just i really like the way it the way it's shot yeah and like the and i watched it in 4k obviously obviously and just like the bold reds oh yeah and just like they keep replaying like similar or doing similar things in similar moments mm-hmm. and it's just very well shot very well edited it's a little lengthy yeah but like it's just a powerful film and i really really like it i agree and it reminded me that like i need more natalie portman in my life yeah she's she's, so, she's really good yeah. she's so fucking she's so good, good in, it. in that movie and she's such a great actress but like she doesn't like i know she has the new one coming out may december which mm-hmm. i really want to see but like she hasn't really had a huge output in the last what since jackie i would say yeah 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 i was looking to see who this was james mcteague james mcteague yeah um produced by the the wachowski sisters yeah and written by the Wachowski sisters. That's right. Yeah. Um, I think that's the best but, that James McTeague has ever done. <laughs> that's the movies. I'm not going to say it's an old film, but they weren't the, they weren't sisters at that point. Correct. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes. That bit is dated, but the, yeah, the, that part's dated for the, for the year that we're discussing this film. Yes. It was, it no, was no, written I, by the Wachowski sisters. No, I, yes. I understand. I'm just saying yes. like, that's yes. how old the movie is. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. yeah, just banger performances. John Hurt is awesome man that also is like they they have so many good like british actors in there yeah stephen fry's in there too he's very good stephen or stephen ria stephen ria yeah he's really good and your boy eddie marzan is in there too yeah Yeah. (laughs) he's awesome yeah it's 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 horrific like it's pretty fucking like i'm pretty sure me and melissa watched that during covid or shortly after covid it's pretty fucking like it hit it hit in a very uncomfortable way (laughs) yeah yeah it's very very like big brother yeah fucking yeah, it feels it feels different after watching it or it feels different going through a pandemic and then watching that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine that that's kind of, uh, you know, Chad Stahelski's in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's the one of the stunt guys and yeah. he he doubles for V a couple of times. Yeah. Who plays V? Hugh, Hugo, Hugo Weaving. Yeah, he's fucking. Or he fantastic. does the voice. He does the, he does voice. the voice. He does yeah. the voice, and he show he's V sometimes. Like they yeah. keep changing who V is behind yeah. the mask because you never. I like, think you never takes the mask to, yeah. off. Yeah. And I think there was something too that they did cast someone else. Yes. Um, um, God, I had his name, James Purefoy. Yeah. And so like he was cast, and then they he had scheduling issues but like some of the movie he is him it's him but it doesn't matter because you can't see it so it's just hugo weaving's overdub of everything but yeah yeah hugo weaving brings that like his monologues man like brings the other other than the one with all the v like the 97 v that one's silly silly. that one is silly but that one's like ripped out of the out of the graphic novel it is what it is yeah 
but yeah, it's it feels a lot different after going through COVID, and it feels mm-hmm. a lot different with being a little more ambiguous with the morals and yeah needing to empathize with an actual psychotic terrorist yeah i mean that was another one that i watched like 35 times when i was younger is 20 2005 i was like 15 16 like that that was the right amount of time for that movie to come out and really hit me where i enjoyed it but i haven't been back since and i feel yeah, like i should watch, watch it again it. yeah it was, it was quite good quite yeah. good good goal mm-hmm. tone uh, I'm gonna ride on Dave's coattails again. Yeah, yeah. uh, to a, James McTeague movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, just of uh, way back playback movies, uh, that hit differently. Now. Sure, sure. Uh, I recently revisited a film near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a film called American Psycho. Oh, fun. That, that movie hits a lot differently today than it did when I was in high school. Sure. And uh, is it because you no longer have to return videotapes? Uh, oh my Christ! Yeah, literally, the fucking next tapes. the next day, I walked into my buddy's office and I talked to, him. and I'm like, "I gotta go." He's like, "Where are you going?" He just got here. I was like, "I gotta return some videotapes," <laughs> and he died. He died. He was like best yeah. reference ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the movie like I showed we needed we needed something on uh, on Halloween, and I was like, "Hey, Mel, like I really." Uh, I've been really meaning to see this again. Like, I really want you to yeah. watch it. It's 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 an important one for sure. And she was like, okay, let's go. And uh, yeah, at the end of the movie, she's like, I don't get it. I'm sure. And I played a video and she's like, can you get a video for me? And so I was like, I get an explanation video for her. Yeah. And she's like, I still don't get it. And I was uh, like, cool. Watch it another 10 times. Maybe you'll get it. Because yeah. like I'm at like 15. No, I'm at like. 30 35 yeah i think you need help yeah Yeah, it's a that's a problem dude it's just it's such a great fucking movie christian bale holy shit that's the one that got him batman yeah yeah (laughs) i believe it i fucking believe it that movie switched completely into the satirical comedic territory for me i don't it's not a horror movie by any oh, stretch it's not, of the means. It's yeah, not a horror not, movie by any me- by yeah. any means, but like it's got I, some bits. But I think I think it's fucking hilarious. I was yeah. laughing so it's hard. Fucked up, hilarious. Like, it's, Melissa's it's, looking at me during some of this, and she's like, "That wasn't funny." I was like, "Oh, it is. It is. It is. It is the darkest black comedy you can possibly <laughs> get to." I think it would hit better for all of us if, like, we lived through eighties yuppie cut, eighties and yeah, early nineties yeah, yeah, yeah. yuppie culture, because yeah. I think that would make it even funnier. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I just randomly say, I just randomly say to people, I'm just like, you feel that? That's bone. That's bone. <laughs> but there's like lettering. Oh, the recessed lettering. There'd be so many times where I'm just to each other's Let's right. let's wait until we see Paul Allen. And like car. fucking Patrick having like an extra like what's the fucking word? Uh, extra. Come on, help me out. He's having a crisis, extra existential crisis. Exactly. Over these guys with fucking business cards. (laughs) There were so many moments where I look over at Melissa and I'm just like, Melissa, like, watch this. Is this like Melissa? Listen. Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Some other fucking restaurant. (laughs) And she's just sitting there like a fucking deer caught in headlights during his like skincare routine. She's like, I'm looking for this guy's routine. Yeah, yeah, no shit. That's an entire fucking chapter in yeah. the book of him just fucking jerking off to himself. Yeah. It's a facsimile of a of a human. 
It's fucking insane. But like, there's so many all-timer scenes in that. Like, we're laughing about the 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 business card one. Him just like coming out of nowhere with a fucking chainsaw and like these like yeah. New Balance kicks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> running down covered yeah. in blood. Like him fucking um going macho in the sure. nearest yeah. studio. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah, the the song choices in there are excellent. <laughs> Him in a raincoat, fucking Dan dancing with like an axe. I can't like, think of Huey Lewis of the News any other way. It's true. And she was, and even Melissa, she's like, "Is that why you like this fucking song so much?" I was like, "That's exactly why I like the fucking song." I like the song before, but I like it better now. Yeah. yeah, but there's just so many all timer things, and and she was just like, "This is actually like really misogynistic." Like this, I was like, "Yeah, it's that's on purpose. It's it's on purpose, <laughs> yeah. and it's written by a woman and directed." by a woman she knew she knew what she was doing that is the point actually the whole reason that Christian Bale got that role is because he was the only actor that got it that understood the yeah. deep, the deep darkness and like of, he went he went like above to and beyond yeah. to get that role he wanted that role yeah and, uh, and and it shows isn't there a part where he has to feed the cat to the ATM? Yeah. 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 She, Mel got really uncomfortable during that scene. I was like, don't worry. Nothing happens. I'm just dragging the body in a carpet out of his fucking room. It's right? just, it's all fucked up. It's have you, so have you guys fucked. seen it's, um, what is it? It's kind of a deep fake, but there was a guy who was at a con and they got a video oh, of yeah. him and he's dragging yeah. the body and he's in a full yeah. suit. And he's, he's like, I gotta go. Uh, he's just walking and he's like, you guys want to go on a date tonight? 7.30? Dorcia? Dorcia. <laughs> I gotta go to Dorcia. But they defaked uh, Christian Bale's face over it. Yeah. But oh it looks, my God. Like, the con, like everything else yeah. is definitely like yeah. they got it at the con and it yeah. looks great. Amazing. And he had, I think he has like a Huey Lewis CD. I don't know if it was Toronto too, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, it Toronto. It certainly yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Did most you know? certainly is. I had a feeling because yeah, she's because because the director's Canadian. I was yeah. so say that she's make, Canadian. That makes sense. Toronto. Yeah. That's amazing. It's it's an all timer. I still Willem Dafoe's. Yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe's yeah, incredible. Like it's Everybody's it's like great. and there's like and who does who doesn't like seeing Jared Leto get chopped up at, with right? an axe? Jared so, Leto. It, it was it was the times. It was you know that Fight Club. That man just got beat to shit. <laughs> Josh Lucas is in it. Justin Theroux, Chloe yeah. Savati, like. Savagnier. Yes. Chloe. Chloe. (laughs) Dave's cat. Right? Like, there's just the the cat, the supporting cast is absolutely fantastic. Christian Bale, like, God at this point. Yeah. Um, Yeah. If you haven't seen American Psycho, seek it out immediately. I love this movie. I am one of those fucking American Psycho bros from college and fucking worship that movie along with Fight Club. Um, oh yeah, Reese Witherspoon's. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon's in that too. Um, great film. Great I know, film. I know it's. I know we were talking about misogyny, but I still like. Don't just stare at it. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt commented on my fucking letterbox review, and he Very said good. that. Very good. Oh. Did you ever see the sequel? Uh, with uh, what's her face, Mila Kunis? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I do not remember a single thing <laughs> of that movie, and I'm kind of glad. That's fair. Unnecessary. That's fair. Yeah, the first one kind of says all you need. It has all everything you need. you need. All you need. 
James. Uh, no, I'm good. I talked about three. So, oh, I'm, so you're I'm good. happy. Yeah, we're just, we're good to go. We're good to go. Yeah. All right. Ended on American some... Psycho. You yeah. want it where we, we're, well, we need to get more? Segue. We need to get more spooky than yeah, that? Fuck yeah. That's not spooky. We just went over this. All right. Fine. So now Tony can get spooky fine. after talking about suitable flesh. All right. Now you can talk about the Shutter Minute. Evil lurking deep inside, its darkness knows no limit. So listen closely if you dare. This is the Shudder Minute. <laughs> Alright, for the new Shudder Minute, it came out on Monday. It's kind of a mouthful. I'm going to hopefully say it and not screw up. Alright, I'm here for you. This, Demon. Movie, this movie is called... Uh, the Demon. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is called Hell House LLC Origins The Carmichael Manor. That's too long of a title. Have you, have you seen Hell House LLC? So this is what I'm going to say. This movie is the fourth... Of the Hell House LLC. I didn't even know there was four. <laughs> have you seen any of the I Hell House not LLC? Seen this. So this review is going to be kind of biased because I have not seen a Hell House. This is my first Hell House. I've only remember the first one because uh-huh. I because like people talk about it. Obviously, uh-huh. there's four of them. So right. there's there's a following. Um, can I can point, point yes. in order? Can I ask? Yes. Is there a reason why the Hell House is a limited liability company? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so four movies unexplained. Carry on. It's, it's probably a, the it's car- found footage, and it's, it's like it's, a haunted house, isn't it? Basically, and there's like a family, why? like that kind of thing. Because they were running, maybe they were running a haunted house. The oh. first one's about a haunted house, and 15 okay. people get killed, and then they have to go investigate that kind of thing. Maybe that's the LLC bit. All right, maybe. carry on. Maybe. Again, I told you this review's gonna be biased. I've not seen a Hell House LLC. Before. Apparently, the next episode is just gonna be devoted to us discussing the Hell House the, the quadrilogy. <laughs> quadrilogy. <laughs> All on Shutter. Thank you, Shutter. Um, anyways, Hell House LLC Origins: The Carmichael Manor. It's too much. Carry on. <laughs> you can just call it Carmichael at this point. You know what? I was actually on board. I was on board for. Uh, two-thirds of the movie okay um does a good job of introducing the story you got uh you got some people that are doing a podcast and they're of course of course um and they're doing true crime and they're investigating this car the carmichael family right and uh they go to the house where some murders were and uh you know shit goes sideways Mm. imagine that imagine (laughs) that Um, I will give this film points because uh, I was watching it about uh, 2.30 in the morning in the pitch black. I love when Tony watches random movies at random times. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I got about 45 minutes in and you know what? I was like, I I think I'm going to pause this because Mm. if I watch any more, I'm probably going to piss myself. Oh, okay. It was fucking terrifying. Okay. It was really, really terrifying. So I stopped it, continued in the morning. And then what happens is it does so well of, 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 you know, building dread. You got just atmosphere. You got this creepiness. I like the found footage. It's been a while since I've seen a found footage movie. So I really appreciated it. Sure. Um, and then it gets to the third act and then everything falls apart. Oh. And I just. Uh, That's sad. It starts relying on, you know, the shit that like made the shit that paranormal activity made famous. Mm. Starts doing that. Mm. And uh, it starts getting going into those found footage tropes and everything. And then it all becomes the same again. 
and then yeah that's yeah. that's that's really about it but I, like i will give it points i will give it points it was very interesting um I liked it. I'm going to seek out Hell House LLC now. Um, They did make a callback to the second one. I only know that because I I, uh, did a little bit of light reading (laughs) after after I watched the movie Uh, and and, uh, before I watched the movie as well. So I know the second one's about a hotel and they keep referencing the hotel. So obviously they're referencing the second one. Right. They could have been referencing the first one and the third one. And it just went over my fucking head. Sure. Um, but for somebody who's not who's not into this uh, franchise, it's new. I'm new to the franchise as well. Um, it was decent. Okay. It was decent. Not nocebo level. Definitely not evil lyrics level. Wow. Um, Nothing can be. No. Uh, well, we'll see. We've we, still, we still we still got we have a few we weeks still got left. two months we have a shutter. few weeks left. Um, but this one was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. But just cool. brace yourself for the third act. Third right. act kind of kind of ruins it. Mm. Okay. But yeah, I like that. Alrighty. Dave, you had a, a yeah. little thing you want to mention? Yeah, and just uh, just before we get to the, the main event, uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to a little Canadian film that comes out. That's It's out in select theaters on the East Coast already, and it's coming out this week uh, in select theaters across the country, and it's called Who's Your Father? Oh. And it's... Um, Who's Your Father? Yeah, kind of like that. Kind of yeah. like that. It's set in PEI. All right. East All Coast saying, vibes. Very, very East Coast vibes and very, very East Coast dialect. All right. <laughs> um, so it's about a PI. Um, he is uh, he's hired by the uh, sorry, a PI and PEI, a PI and PEI. Oh, yeah. right. He uh, he squared the market. There's only one of them. Oh, that's <laughs> so only one on the island. island. Yeah, absolutely. And he is hired by one of the guys who uh, one of the fishermen, one of the big fishermen who lobster fishermen. I just want to keep saying the word fishermen um, because Somebody, there's something going on with the black market lobster oh, trade, and he needs course. to find out what's going on. This feels hyper niche. Carry on. Very, very hyper niche. And once he gets to the town, the port town, mm-hmm. it's just like he meets a a cacophony, cacophony, cacophony of odd characters that just have. Let's just say odd shit or mm. like know too much about mm. their neighbors and just like it just keeps he's in over his head. Right. He's seems like a pretty bad P.I. Yeah, he's he's not great. All he's right. not great. And just it felt very big Lebowski esque mm. where like every new every scene like there's someone else who's fucking wacky shows right. up yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. like. He has he meets this character and this character is connected to this character who's oh. connected to this character uh-huh. and a lot of lobster and oh, well, good yeah I it's charming it's mm. amusing mm-hmm. it's a little long mm-hmm. a little long in the tooth it's uh, 110 minutes <sighs> but the performances are great uh, the lead actor his name is Chris Locke he uh, was on. Uh, Mr. D and Run the Burbs. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. And then the other one, uh, his co-lead is Susan Kent, who was a writer on This Hour Has 22 Minutes. Mm-hmm. And they're both really good together and they're really good apart. And just it's just very charming. Oh, 
That's nice. And, you know, we we love Canadian cinema here Absolutely. at Finger Guns, and we, we really got to give do. a shout out for it. So, yeah, comes out this week in select theaters. If you're into uh, Black Market Lobster Tales, <laughs> you should definitely I mean, check it out. Who isn't? It's true. It's true. And uh, it'll be on VOD next month. Nice. But, uh, yeah. Charming little Canadian picture. That director, uh, his name's Jeremy Lauder. Larder, yeah. Larder. He had a uh, web series on YouTube called Just Passing Through. Yes, he did. Um, I watched it. It was actually really good. Uh, oh. And I actually applied to be a writer on that one as nice. well. Nice. That's cool. Really? Yeah. That's and, interesting. And uh, another fun fact, uh, just because you're, the title of the movie sounded, sounded alarms, uh, the first AC, no, not the first AC, the first AD mm-hmm. was the producer on Club Six. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Lovely. That's yeah. cool. Look at these little Lovely. connections. I yeah. love that. Lovely. Yeah, you I think you should watch it then. Yeah, I definitely want to seek it out for sure. Yeah. Nope. So we want to get to our main story? Yeah, let's get to the main event. Priscilla. Directed by so direct written and directed by Sofia Coppola. Indeed. Uh, produced by Priscilla Presley. Produced by Priscilla Presley. Yes. Uh, Based on the book that she co-wrote with someone called Elvis B. Yes. And apparently Lisa Marie was not a fan of this film. No. God rest her soul. Um, I can't imagine why. But Sophia posted something today with Margaret Qualley, so... I don't think there's that much bad blood with the family. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's fine. Um, so uh, Baz Luhrmann's Elvis, this is not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot less bombastic than Oof. that. Yeah, I didn't have a headache during the first 38 seconds of that movie. Also, also I definitely just realized that it's Riley Keough who's part of the Presley family and not Margaret Qualley. Mm. Nice one. Nice one. Nice. Dave. That's all right. You, you got it. Fucking you got idiot. It. You got it. You got it. It's okay. I get the mix up all fine. the time. It's fine. Um Yeah. Did, what did what 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 did we think of this movie? I loved that it didn't feature a single Elvis song. Sure. It kind of there's like you there's nods like a, to it. There's like a piano yeah. bit of Love Me Tender. Yeah, for sure. There's nods to it. Yeah. But he never sings an actual Elvis song. That's fair. Uh, yeah, no, I guess not. Because they never, got, their, they never much, got the rights to them. It's very much. Yeah. Well, that's because Lisa well, Marie was pissed. Well, of course, of course. No, but, yeah. but what I'm saying, I like that it's completely because, like, when you watch this movie, you're gonna try and you're 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 gonna have inevitably to inevitably compare it to But she does everything. Sophia Sophia Coppola does everything that she can to make it so much not like that at all. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, it's about Priscilla. It's not about Elvis. Yes. It's about Priscilla. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And to that point, it's definitely not showy. Not no. not nearly as bombastic and nope. fucking very quiet. It's it's quiet. It's soothing. It's not fucking over. Like yeah. it's not a sensory overload. A sensory yeah. overload, and they don't even show the colonel. No, <laughs> the he's just, never shows just up. on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Just on the phone. But I think you see his hand at one point. Oh, yeah, his hand. That's about it. Like Tom, Tom Hanks ruined that character. <laughs> boy, boy, howdy! I want to know what you guys think of it. Uh, yeah, it's fucking boring, it was man. Bored to tears. It was 
fucking boring. I've... Okay, so the last the last movie that we talked about was Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Well, we talked about that in Five Nights at Freddy's, but I'm focusing on Killers of the Flower Moon, and that was a three and a half hour movie, and I checked my watch exactly one time when I was like, wow, and I couldn't believe. I checked my watch 50 fucking times during this movie, and I could not believe that it was still going. It was, to me, at points, like watching fucking paint dry. And beyond that, towards the end, and I don't know if you guys felt this too, in the beginning, the beginning half of this felt pretty cohesive following along. Towards the end, it just felt like I was watching moments, and then it would fade to black, and then I would watch another moment, and then it would fade to black. And, like, that's how the last, I don't know, third of the movie felt. Like, there was that random nonsense where just, like, cut to a shot of Elvis strum like doing something in front of a light and that was and then it just faded to black and I was like oh, when I, he was actually being Elvis yeah on and I stage. was like I, yeah it was his comeback so this yeah the I understand show. but I was just like what Wh- why like there's just so much unnecessary nonsense and it just yeah most of it was just like I'm fucking bored to tears I was also very bored. It's a beautiful film. Do not get me wrong. It's a beautiful film or beautiful looking film. Beautiful looking film. And I do like how in Elvis with Baz Luhrmann, they're just like, oh, hey, this is Priscilla. <laughs> and they just keep going. In yeah. this one, you feel you you get to see the romance and you get to see the ickiness of it <laughs> and the grooming and oh yeah no that's what like that first half like elvis is he's a a scumbag he's a scumbag yeah and it's like yeah i get why lisa marie wasn't a fan yeah but to that point i really liked i'm with you i really like the the opening and i like how after she meets him and then he leaves and he says i'll i'll call you type thing and like they show the progression of time with the calendar and her just like doing whatever type thing and then he calls eventually and then they go on to the next her back in sucks her back in she was so close to being like over him get or starting the process of like getting over him and then he fucking calls right at the last second right and you're just like no And then just kind of the build up to them getting married and mm-hmm. her getting knocked up type thing and all mm-hmm. the jealousy and all that. But yeah, to your like it, can't, I. It was just moments at the end. It didn't yeah. really feel cohesive. Yeah. And it felt it wasn't that it felt all over the place. It just felt like she if she was going for moments, why wasn't like. If you're going for fragmented, you shouldn't be doing this fade to black nonsense. Yeah. And why are you dragging out certain bits and then you speed up others and then you end abruptly oh yeah like it is like a fucking like slam yeah abrupt ending like yeah. when it finally happened i was like really that's it yeah yeah i i i was like oh like that's a i'm i'm surprised i went with the the dolly parton version of this song that's a nice choice okay that's kind of fun again to your point of not using any elvis songs like i was like oh that's a good choice it was wait what Mm. why are the credit what Mm. that that's where you decided to end this okay sure whatever it's like you never talked to him ever again after that before he died because i know you did but that's okay i guess well, it's interesting how they because that scene is in Elvis as well. 
the last scene between them where she's like, I'm done. It's over. We're divorcing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was interesting seeing how she framed it versus versus Baz, because that was like the only scene that was overlaps. Yeah. An overlap scene. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Tony. I really liked it. The fuck's wrong with you? I mean, he's not alone. You can see it on Letterboxd. It's a true. lot of people fucking like this movie, but it's true. I just it's true. It's not a bad movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. Tony, tell me why you liked it. Yeah, I, got, I it. got a little I got a little annoyed with the with the face to black and stuff, but I kind of see how what she was going for with like you kind of just see it like deteriorating. And like it's just like moment after moment after moment. So it's like literally that like wasn't good to start with, obviously. Yeah. But she didn't see it like that. She didn't. She was just enthralled that like you know Elvis really likes her and like you know she's so bored in Germany mm. and like she just needs some fun and then Elvis comes along and like you and really he starts feeding her pills and, and she starts feeding her pills and this stuff and you just really see that like you know like she was in over she was in over her head and she was in a shitty situation right and like and you and see then he's a predator and then he's a predator but you can also see that Elvis is over his head and he didn't fucking know what the hell's going on either right so mm. he's not even a he's not even in a frame of mind to take care of himself another and then he has this girl right who's like everything to him and then the, you you see that and like daughter <laughs> and then right and then but but like you just see elvis differently and you can see that like you know when he blows up at her and then he comes right back and he's just like oh my god baby i'm so sorry like you know that wasn't me like you yeah, know i like get a horrifically kind of, abusive relationship yeah. right um well, that's the grooming yeah but yes carry on it was just you just you see it in a different light and you see the the groomingness, you see the unsettlingness and how uncomfortable it is. Like I wanted to scream at the screen during that um the dress scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, when he tells her that it's not her color or whatever and she looks amazing in it? No, yeah, yeah. And then just like him sit just like fucking Elvis sitting there and all of his fucking buddies beside him are all older than fucking Elvis is, and they're all like t- commenting on her and everything. I'm like, why is no one fucking doing anything? Because he's Elvis. Right? Um But yeah, I don't know. I can see why you guys hate it. It's very mundane. I didn't hate it. I, didn't hate uh, it. I will posit this back. Yes, I I agree. You're kind of seeing this toxic relationship build and then fall apart. Yeah. But I I throw this back at you in a different light of, to me, the way that the movie stops being cohesive in the back half and having these weird moments took away the moment when she, like, divorces him didn't land in a way that I would have wanted that movie to land it. Like, it felt... Like it had no weight to it. It was just like, I'm divorcing you. And I went, yeah, okay, I guess. Like the, it just, it, it didn't do enough to deteriorate things in her eyes by that point. Like, because she was all rose colored glasses up until a certain point. And then the moment it started deteriorating, that's when these fucking moments started coming in. And I think it just kind of ruined a performance that could have been great yeah. by just slicing everything up until these moments and the calendar jumps became larger and larger and like i think at one point it was like lisa marie was born and then the very next shot she's like standing up in her crib i'm like that's not how babies work like that is not 
Let me tell you, what? that is not how that is not. work. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just yeah. started getting a little bit wishy-washy. Like, in the beginning, yeah. they were so good about, like, you're seeing the calendar fall off. You're seeing her, like, go through this and become sort of really sad and brokenhearted over this man. And then in the end, they just kind of were just like, oh, we got to get to the ending somehow. And it just felt like, here's a moment. Here's a moment. Here's a... That's, I, I'm with James could. on this. I do yeah. think that there needed to be... If they're going to go with the moment motif, I think they needed like one or two more moments. Oh, for sure. For of, sure. Yeah. Of the deterioration. Just or her to, coming, her come to Jesus yeah. moment. Just yeah. to land it better. Just yeah. to land it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like, I like, that's fair. That's a fair assumption. Yeah. I got the thing assessment, for me. Assessment, not an assumption. Uh, assessment. Um, the thing for me is I got sucked in with the two-hander between. Um, Kaylee Spaney. And. Jacob Lordy. Exactly. The chemistry between them was absolutely amazing. Um, I really, I really liked it. Are we gonna uh, say even though it was icky? Even though it was icky, even though yeah, but like they they do no, they, they, they play it, off each they play they do, off yes. each other so well, right? Yes, there is and, a, yeah, right. And she, I, I, is this is this her first her first role? Um, maybe her um, first major role. First, first major, first major yeah. role. She's definitely I don't been around I, for a bit. I don't recognize her. She was um, in Vice. She was in. Oh yeah. Okay. So she's uh, had a couple times of the El Royale. Yeah. She uh, was. Oh, was she the? Was she the sister in that? I think she was the sister. She, she must was have been Rose yeah. Summerspring. Yeah. Yeah. So she must have been the sister. Yeah. Uh, she's also mayor of Easttown. Oh yeah. Good show. Good show. And Pac Rim Uprising for some reason. Still but anyway, they on. were just they were just so good together and they play off each other very well. Obviously, um what's his name again? Jacob Lordy. He's, he's in Saltburn too. He's obviously playing into his Nate persona and bringing and bringing that euphor- that euphoria mm-hmm. role into this, right? Cuz you mm-hmm. see it in the blow-ups for sure. Um but like um what what was the actress's name again? Kaylee Spaney. Kaylee Spaney. She absolutely kills it. And She's it's like pretty. her. It's what James. You no, obviously no, no, want no, to disagree no, 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 with no, no, me. Go so no no no, 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 go, 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 go. go. I love what? the big hair. Yeah. <laughs> and it reminded me. It yeah. reminded me of Jackie. It reminded me of a lot, right? And also, you know, it reminded in the movie and the movie. The literally, I'm watching this movie and it reminds me of Jackie and it reminds me of Spencer as well. Yes. Right. In to that, like, an extent. To yes, an extent, like yes, that dreamy, yes, like yes. that, like look, right, and like that's what her role reminded yes, me of. Yes. Uh, it, and also at moments, I was just like, she's got a Natalie Portman look to yeah. her. That's the Jackie vibe. As, that as, I soon, as, sure. as soon as the big, the, as soon as mm. the, the hairdo mm. started coming in, that's mm. when Jackie really started to. But she didn't have a moment like Natalie Portman has in Jackie, where it's like she's like goes to the mirror after he gets shot and yeah. she's like cleaning herself up like that yeah. is like like yeah that is an amazing yeah, fucking yeah, moment yeah. And you remember it but i don't think there is a moment like that in priscilla correct and that uh, so to me her her whole thing was peaks and valleys of there okay, was that's fair. when when she was with jacob alordi yes i agree with you it worked it worked very well when the the thing that i i felt was lacking was any time that she needed to be the one that explodes and blows up and actually like gets mad about the situation that she's in mm-hmm. just i don't her performance just did nothing for me the one particular that steads out that i really wanted her to like chew that scenery and it just kind of falls flat for me is when um the whole thing with the 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 engagement 
Um, and like she goes to LA and like confronts him at the pool and like they're sitting at the table or whatever and she like stands up and like yells at him it just and it's like one line and then it ends and I was like for fuck's sakes like of all the times that you could have used to again give her that moment the moment that you need because then it's like shortly after that you're you you get you know whatever she is Lisa Marine you get to the end you get to the divorce thing it's one of those pivotal moments right there that it could have been so good because she's so good in a lot of other spots in this movie. Yeah. But like the crucial moments that she needed to be great, it just wasn't great for me anyway. It was just kind of fine. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't blame that on her. I'd blame it on Sophia. I agreed. I don't, I don't, I don't fault her for it too, because yeah, the scene doesn't even play out for long enough for her to do anything with. It's like one line. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like again, but this was in the back half of the movie where it started to become just moment after moment after moment and not something cohesive. So I think it's just fundamentally something wrong there, but I don't disagree with you on a lot of those points because yes, very, the, the look was great. The chemistry between Jacob Lordy and, and, and Kaylee were great. Even though it's icky, yeah. Even though it's icky, it would, like they make it work, and they that's, that's it, hard they, to sell. That, like exactly. that's hard to make yeah. work, so right? Because they are, it is romantic, and yeah. you like you can see that they have, yeah, like genuine feelings for each other. But at the back of your mind, you're like, well, she's 14 and he's in his 20s. Also, fuck <laughs> off, Priscilla's dad. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Seriously, what did you guys think of the LSD scene? I thought that was fucking weird. It was weird because it didn't do anything. Yeah, I think I. To me, I think she should have just focused on specific moments Hmm. and just stuck with it type thing and let them play out. Because, like, we already saw them doing drugs. We like, okay, they're doing the upped it to LSD now. Now we're on on acid. Great. Cool. And then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with James entirely. The second half is not good. Yeah. It's just, it's not good. It looks beautiful. It's beautifully acted. Beautifully acted. They're both very good. And I do like how, I do like, even if they did have access to the songs type thing, I like it better that it's with her. You're not listening. Like he is just this mythological figure. And then you see that bit where he's on the stage and they're framing him from the back and it's mostly black and he's doing his, his little dance. You yeah. see this, you see the state the crowd type thing. And I love that. Cause it's yeah. just like, this is the myth. Yeah. And the guy at home is not the myth. Correct. Yeah. And I like how it's very much not Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. Correct. Yeah. And I, I like think- that it's the different, that Austin Butler is very different from a Lordy. I'll get to that in a sec. Um, what I will say is I feel like for Dave and I, I feel like all of your pros are hundred percent. We are on board with, it's just the cons for us are pulling us down. Yeah. Yes. Whereas like, so it, no point that you have said has been, has been wrong though. Like that is a hundred percent. The pros on this, they're all there. The, the way it looks, the way it's shot, the, the acting. It was shot in Toronto. Did you guys I was record? literally about to say it was shot yeah, in, Toronto. in Toronto. And, uh, when they, they shot said, at the Elgin in the winter garden. Yeah. When they were at uh, the base in Germany, they're like, "Oh, we're in Germany." I was like, "No, you're not, motherfuckers. No, you're, not. <laughs> you're on a back lot, yeah, in Pickering, yeah." <laughs> um, and I know they didn't get they didn't get access to Graceland, 
Um, Pickering. Yeah. Also, yes. Because <laughs> um, it looked the the interior looked great though. It looked it exactly was, like it did in the movie. And I was going to ask it you. Was, it was close. There was things that were just slightly off about it because obviously they couldn't copy it verbatim because then you know i'm sure lisa marie would have shit all over this movie but um because they still like the presley family at all still uses that house like graceland is still a residence first did, and foremost did they shoot elvis at yes. graceland yes okay yes because i were like i was remembering back to elvis and like they kept showing the foyer type thing in the living room and i was like that looked pretty similar to what it looks like in Correct. Elvis. But you notice that they really only showed like three rooms in that yes. house and it was mainly actually realistically two rooms. Um, and yeah, it's not quite, quite accurate, but it had the right vibe. Yeah. Like it's a low budge movie yeah. and like it had the right vibe. Yeah. Um, uh, Austin Butler versus Jacob Elordi as Elvis. Understanding that it is giving two different performances. Uh, one being the more showy stage performance persona of Elvis and this one being the not. I don't know if you can compare them. Can you? He does. Could you, could you put Jacob Elordi in Baz Luhrmann's Elvis? Mm, no. No. And could you put Austin Butler this way? I think you could. I think you, might you could, be able I to think you could put Austin Butler this way. Yeah. Like but I, I, I really liked Elordi and I liked he, he had the... The mannerisms down, and he had the yeah, he had the, voice. the, ca- the cadence was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did a lot of work but, on that for sure. Yeah, well, not as much as Austin Butler, where well, he Austin talked like for a year and a half. Can't get out of it. <laughs> He's stuck. He is Elvis now. He took on the spirit of Elvis. Um, he's a white. <laughs> he's a white. He's a white. <laughs> what a fucking wax scene. Lordy does, Lordy does 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 well. Sometimes yeah. sometimes I wasn't on board with the accent, um, yeah. and right because it comes in a little bit, yeah. comes out a little bit. But he he does a good job. Yeah, and the reason so. and the reason why Butler could probably be in this right because this this was very much like a character piece, like mm. very much like you know yeah. like an an actor getting into the role yeah. kind of thing, and that's where he would come into play right but if you put a lordy in um and bazes it's just it's just because yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't have the flash yeah. that butler does the full persona but we don't we don't know if he does yeah. or doesn't because yeah. the movie doesn't never even show gives it. him yeah. the, it gives him the behind the the, behind, the, the, the weird myth, the myth silhouette the myth, yeah. yeah exactly yeah i just i wanted to like it a lot more i'm very hit and miss with sofia coppola yeah but i wanted to like it more me too and but I loved I thought Spaney was was great. I think this is a great like she won Best Actress at Venice. I get it. I get it. Mm. And I just I hope she continues to to rise up. But yeah, to me, it's a misstep on the Sofia Coppola. Yeah, I would side. say so. I it's would definitely say so. not top tier. Um, no, but it wasn't it wasn't the it wasn't the worst. Yeah. What's, the, what's the worst? Bling ring. Bling ring? Mm. I didn't or hate somewhere. Bling ring. Yeah, somewhere. I like on the two. rocks. Do you like on the rocks? Uh it was decent, but it's like it doesn't seem like I wouldn't hold it in high regard like Virgin Suicides or Lost in Translation. Yeah, well those are already yeah. the pinnacle those are the pinnacles, right? Yeah. Yeah. This movie ain't reaching those heights. No. no. Not even close. Not even close. No. Um no. yeah, I mean like I don't I don't hate this movie. 
but yeah, no, I, I, I think it's still a don't I don't objectively like it bullet? a lot. Film, yeah, I'm it's just, just glad, not I'm a just great film. New, I'm glad we got a new Sofia Coppola. Oh sure, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm really glad. Yeah. And uh, the because it was shot in Toronto, I recognized some of the mm-hmm. some of the actors. Mm-hmm. The uh, uh, I'm pretty sure it was his grandmother. His mm-hmm. grandmother's Lynn Griffin. And if we're coming full circle, she was also in Club Sex. <laughs> Fuck off. Shit you not. Um, Is it her? I'm just going to look up Club Six. <laughs> see if she shows up. Um, I don't know how deep she's buried on this list. She's not- She was like billed like freaking ninth or tenth on the credits in the movie. Yeah, she's... That's not... Uh, Elvis, Captain Bolio, Jerry, and Bolio, Alan Vernon. Was Vernon? No, she's right. not right. She's, yeah, yeah, he's right. Yeah, she's not credited on Letterbox, but she's credited. Uh, he's right. Cool. Yeah. And um, and she's in the new Egoyan movie too. Yeah. Ugh. Um, she was in it. So as soon as I saw her, I was like, holy shit, it's Lynn. That's amazing. And she got a lot of screen time too, which I'm she fucking was very good. Incredible. Yep. And she was, she was great. And, uh, another one was, uh, Larry, you know, the mm, spiritual yep. guy. He has literally yep. one scene. Yeah. That guy's name is, uh, Austin ball. And I worked with him on Esmeralda's castle. Oh, cool. Me and him fucking set up Dolly Track together. Nice. It's fucking hilarious, right? And I'm looking at the credits, and uh, one of the second unit grips I used to work with when I looked at Lighting and Grip. Nice. um, Some of the camera team are, like, frequent frequent customers in in the camera department. I see them all the time. Uh, It was great. It was great to see the credits, and I was like, holy shit, I know I have these people. So why the fuck didn't you work on it? This was my next question, too. Right, right. Missed opportunities made yeah. we did a bit for it i remember i remember it coming up when back when it was filming and uh we could have we could have gone yeah. to set we could have met sophia could've, maybe she could have introduced uh introduced us to francis we i just want a bottle of wine i got a bottle of wine over there from uh the couple of one yeah definitely i want the couple of tasters pack that yeah. pairs with movies <sighs> he had to sell it he sold the wine or yeah. he just pay for the new movie yeah, yeah. makes sense rough rough is right but like I'm just honestly like I'm just glad we live in a year. This year has not been great for like for some people. But like cinematically, is that is that a word? Cinematically, 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 we've mm-hmm. gotten new films from Christopher Nolan, Marty Scorsese. We got another one from Sofia Coppola. We got we're getting one from Ridley Scott. We got mm-hmm. another one from Ari Aster. Like it's it's been we've we've been spoiled to see that we've been spoiled so this year, yeah, right. And we got who who else am I forgetting, Dave? We got any new we got a new one from Eli Roth. If you're into that, like Fuck yeah, Eli <laughs> Roth. You're, you're, you're getting you're getting into I'm the getting, week. I'm getting into your, the weeds your boy, now. Your boy who directed um, Zone of Interest. Oh, we got a new one from Jonathan Glazer. I met a, I met I honestly at Tiff someone came up to us and said, I'm a fan of Jonathan Glazer movies. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I did not have that on my Tiff bingo, but you know what? There, there are was. people out there. Yeah, they're out there. Um and a new one from uh fucking what's uh Hiro Kazu Korida? Yeah. 
and uh, Ghibli. What's his name? Miyazaki? Miyazaki-san. Right. We got another one from that. And ha- Hamaguchi? Yeah, Hamaguchi. We got another one from Hamaguchi, oh right? Boy. Like, and we got another one from Alexander Payne? Yeah, 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 yeah. Movies right. And Yorgos. And Yorgos. We got a Yorgos. Yeah, like, we, so, we got man. fucking spoiled this year, and I'm just, I'm just so glad that these incredible filmmakers are... Putting still up, doing the still thing. doing the thing and still turning turning people to the cinema. Fair enough. And we got new Billy Friedkin too. R. And we got yeah. new Billy Friedkin. R.I.P. And Greta Gerwig. And Greta Gerwig. How could we forget about Greta Gerwig? The Academy does. We should not. Well, they nominated her a few times. Yeah, they still won't give it to her though. So, is it recommend or no? I would say don't go to the theater to see it. Mm. I think you could see it at home. Mm. That's fair. Yeah, Dave. That's no, I would yeah, don't say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's oh, worth watching. It. It's worth watching. It's definitely, but it's not it's definitely worth one rushing out. For. I wouldn't rush out to the theater no. to see it. No, but like if it's on, but if it's gonna come out on VOD, if yeah. you want to. I don't think I'm ever gonna watch it again. I'll probably watch Spencer before I watch this. That again. makes sense. I, it's not, I don't. Spencer. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say what it's is a James wrong movie. With you, you're fucked, bro. I haven't seen John Wick four either, guys. Calm down. Okay, well that one that I can one, forgive that, you. It's that long. one you do. You don't need to. You can just. It's long. I understand. That's a commitment. Spencer's not a commitment. And we and I do need to see the new Ari Aster. Yeah, me too. That also is a commitment, though. I've know. heard it's very long. It's three hours. Yeah, it's too much. I'll get there one day. That's a Sunday. You literally saw a three and a half hour Scorsese movie. It was Marty. I'd do anything for that man. But not Ari Aster? No. Not yet. He hasn't earned the he hasn't earned that right. Well, he's not Marty, but he's Although I'll never forget my I'll never forget my first hereditary or Midsommar. Yeah. Yeah, that movie fucked with my my Thursday. <laughs> I saw that movie alone. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I did not recover. It. Should have come with us, man. Should have come with us. Shit happens when you're party naked. I guess so. Blue? I do. Let's do it. Let's get a new blue. What did that boy buy? It's Dave's blue. What do we got for us? What's our show and tell? <sighs> I don't have it no on show, me. All tell? All show, or all tell. It's his, uh, Peter Weir's Witness from 1985. Witness? Starring Harrison Ford, Kelly McGillis. Huh. Kelly Luke, McGillis? And Lucas Haas. Huh. Um, I don't even know what the fuck this movie is. Okay, so this is a new Arrow joint. Uh-huh. Um... And it was nominated for Best Picture, uh-huh. and it won Best Editing and Best Original Screenplay, and it is the first and only time Harrison Ford has ever been nominated for an Oscar. Wow. Wow is right. That's insane. Wow is right. Was nominated for Fugitive? Nope. Wow. I know. They don't care. They don't. It's true. And they didn't give it to him for Indiana Jones. Also whack. What Super the fuck? whack. Is he going to get just like a, a fucking late stage, like a lifetime achievement? I'm, award assuming, at this point? I'm assuming he will. Anyways. Yeah. So um, this uh, this mother and her son, it's Kelly McGillis and Lucas Haas. They are Amish oh. and they are traveling to the big city to go see her sister. Okay. And they lost the husband for reasons. Um, he's at the train station. He has to pee. So he goes to go take a piss and he sees some guy at the washing his hands. Doesn't think anything of it. And then he hears other people come in and, uh, then he watches them murder the guy. Oh shit. 
and then he manages to not be seen. Right. Really thrilling. Right. Right. And then Harrison Ford is the cop who yeah. who interrogates him or not interrogates, like questions him. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They're trying to find the guy who did it. Yeah. And it's uh, spoilers. It's Danny Glover. Oh, um, shit. That did it. And he keeps trying. He's he's like, well, he's he's a black guy type thing. So they like show him pictures, show him stuff type thing. And then when they're at the police station, sure enough, he's like the kids just walking around, just looking around. And he finds Danny Glover's picture. And Danny Glover is like a top guy in narcotics. Oh, shit. Thing. And um, the guy like. Harrison Ford's Harrison Ford. His name in the movie is John Book, which I think is weird. See by the book. So kind of. (laughs) So he tells his superior and his superior is in on it. So he has to go. He has to go lay low in Amish country. (laughs) And (laughs) film. Oh, my God. That's the setup? That's the setup. Holy shit. How long is that setup? 45 minutes? Uh, That's a lot it has to get through. I would say about a half hour in. They're on the the way to Amish country. And half the movie's in Pennsylvania Dutch, which is a choice. But it's a really beautiful looking movie. And Peter Weir... Like, I'm not a big Peter Weir fan type thing. But he spends a lot of time, an inordinate amount of time, just like watching people just kind of look at each other type huh. thing like the romance there's a romantic subplot obviously of course kelly mcgillis and harrison ford and like a lot of it a lot of the steaminess is just like them just like catching glances yeah passing glances does like, he call anybody english i don't think so does he raise a barn he does yeah that's it all right he, no, does, so help, he, does, back he does help raise a barn uh alexander god godunov mm. is one of the uh ta- one of the lead uh amish people and you will remember him as carl from die hard oh sure yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> carl love carl Poor and another young gentleman uh who helps raise the barn and he's like in a couple of shots is a very 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 young Vigo Mortensen. Oh, wow. he gets like one line in the movie. Wow! But I was like, "That's Vigo!" Wow! <laughs> so it's wild. Like, it's very lo-fi and it's not very showy, mm-hmm. but just like there's some genuinely like thrilling moments. Cool. And like, there's some edge of your seat nonsense that happens, and just huh. is that yeah. after they raise the barn. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Obviously, but it's not. It's not an intense movie. Nice. But it's it's very very good. Cool. Very very good, and it's looks great on 4K. There's a little bit of graininess to it, but I'm mm-hmm. assuming that's also because they're they weren't filming with proper lighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the barn the barn raising scene looks amazing. Nice. Um, and then it comes with the usual special stack of special features. My art card, sure. my post my double sided poster, sure. my sixty page, my sixty page uh, perfect bound book. Uh, yep. Any essays? Oh, there is plenty <laughs> of essays. Any hand jobs? Yeah, plenty of essays, and they're like very. I read them after. I read some of them afterwards, and they are very, very in depth. Nice. But yeah, I've never seen Witness, and um, I thought it was great. Cool. I've never great. seen that. I've never even heard of it. So. I knew it existed. Yeah. 
but I'd never seen it. And I didn't realize it was nominated for so many fucking Ac- Academy Awards. Yeah. yeah but I okay. knew it was, I knew it was the the one the for, one for Harrison Ford. Yeah. So I was looking forward to watching it. And he's he's doing his usual Harrison Ford, but I think it's the the quiet glances. The, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. that's what he nails. Got it. And I think that's what got him the nomination. Nice. But he lost to William Hurt for um Kiss of the Spider Woman. I don't even what the fuck is I that? don't really know oh, what right. it is either. And after he hurt what's her name? What? Marley Matlin? Like I don't I don't mm-hmm. care to know what it is. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Kiss of the Spy. I like yeah. sometimes you pull out a movie from like the, the, the Academy Awarded back in like, I don't know, the seventies or eighties, and you're like, the fuck is that movie? <laughs> yeah. But all right. I'm glad yeah, you but it's it. worth, yeah, it's worth watching. Nice. Worth worth checking out. Worth picking up. Um, if you don't want the happy hand job edition, I'm sure there will be <laughs> a single disc version coming out next year. Nicely. But yeah, that's witness. Sweet. Sweet. I get uh, is that about wrap us up then for this episode. I think so. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we're uh, we're back to our normal scheduled program like two weeks or or do I have to record yet another one of these episodes like next week? I'm I'm assuming we're going to be recording in like two or three days. Like, yeah, no, it's just, just how nonstop. It goes. We'll just we'll just record every other day until the just end of the pump year. Pump them out. Yeah, it's fine. Pump them out, baby. Bring them out. Bring them out. There we go. Thanks, Dave. You're welcome. Um, for everyone else, we'll catch you guys in two weeks. And uh, if you can before I see it. Go check out Eli Roth's Thanksgiving because I can't wait for that stupid fucking movie. Not the Marvels? No, fuck the Marvels. Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. White meat. (laughs) Dark meat. (laughs) All will be carved. (laughs) Okay, bye.